Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of Before the Tone Shroud podcast. I'm your host, Ben Moorhead. With me, my co-host, Devin Shipper, Phil Marchand. Uh, this is episode two. If you, uh, That's probably one episode further than I thought we'd make it or anyone else thought we'd make it. Uh, yeah, we, we got episode one done, uh, which, how, what do you guys think? What do you guys think on episode one? I, th- I thought for, for us, for first timers, first time podcasters, I thought uh, I thought it went pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, as you, you can see, right, people are, are watching right now and seeing a whole new setup. And we, so we learned a lot. Yeah, we learned time, a, right? ton. a ton of stuff. So we came back, we made some improvements. I think we're already seeing some things that we mm-hmm. can do the next time. So we're just going to build on it. Right? Yeah, it's going to get better and better. One, it was fun. I thought it went good, but a lot of, um, a lot of improv in that first episode. This yeah. next one, a little more prepared, a little more scripted. Yeah. So if you stuck with us through episode one, maybe didn't like it, there's <laughs> a second chance here in episode two. Yeah. We got a fun episode day. I think everyone's going to like it. Uh, we got the mustache Champagne. competition. It's November. We're going to talk some men's health. Talk a little Thanksgiving safety, uh, a couple other good skits and segments for everyone today. So with that, uh, something we talked about in episode one, guys, is uh, the kitchen table experience, which is kind of what we're hoping to create here. Uh, let's talk a little bit of like what the kitchen table is in a firehouse and in the fire service. Uh, Devin, you got anything on that? It's a foundation. Yeah. I apologize for my voice. Yeah. I lost it. Yeah, this is your this is your Michael Jordan flu game today. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, one job. <laughs> speak on a podcast, your flu, your voice is kind of going. So yeah, it's out. But uh, <laughs> kitchen table is a foundation of the fire service, basically. You know, yeah, especially for us, like uh, down at threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's where you do all your learning. You're laughing. Yeah, you're bonding. You Solve learn the stuff problems. about guys you wouldn't normally learn about. Yeah, you tell stories. Yeah. Uh, it's a, you, like I said, you solve the world's problems. You, you hear these great stories, these funny stories. I'm a young guy in the job. I haven't been around that long. And, you know, the foundation of this podcast is not about me, you know, trying to talk or tell. So, like, no one wants to hear my stories. I have, like, two of them. But it's the best thing about being a young guy in the job is to sit back and hear these guys with with a long time on and some rank and some experiences sit back and talk. I don't know what it was for you guys, you know, especially in your probation or flow, and you just sit back and hear these these, you know, we, we like to, we look, we look up to these guys. These are our heroes. These are our mentors. And you look back and hear them tell job or, you know, stories about fires and stuff where, oh yeah, I was one, you know, like we just got one SCBA per rig or that was when they finally got rid of the closed cap rigs. And you're like, well, like, geez, like, like the, the, that's the stuff that's fun to, to listen to at the kitchen table. Yeah. Um, I just worked overtime on uh, first shift station one the other day. I don't know if you're familiar with that crew. Uh, but the same experience. We're sitting there eating supper. I bought pizza for everyone because I was on overtime. And you're just telling stories. You guys telling stories that relate to the job, have nothing to do with the job. But, you know, funny stuff like that. It's, it's, it's the best. That's what it's all about. That's what this is kind of for. Um, so speaking of that shift and that crew, Phil, do you have some? Well, I was going to say, too, with, with the tables and stuff, because I know we're talking about it's, it's you know, it's, it's we're talking about all the happy times that happen at the table. Yeah. You know, the learning, the mentoring. All that stuff. What what I find is what also becomes that table. And, and Shipper's right. You know, it's it's, it's that foundation. You mm-hmm. look at you know if you go online and just Google search firehouse kitchen tables, you're gonna pull up some really really awesome tables and stuff. And even yeah. in Sioux City, we got some awesome tables. You know, the guys that made about yeah. a threes, and that guys invested time and effort and, and energy in making a table for their firehouse. It's a fantastic thing. So you got so much the, the investment, the, the investment, that pride and stuff. But what happens with that table? Um, I find that it's it's also that place of comfort yes. and security, right? So, you know, our job is is the unknown and the unknowable. Yep. Okay. So, you know, we go out and we have that bad call at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we run that awful code or that overdose that we're starting to see a lot more of. 
you know, that bad fire, that whatever. And what happens when you come back, you know, from that bad call? What's the first, what's, what's a lot of times, what do you do with those really bad ones where you're just like, yeah, you get a cup of coffee, you get something to drink and uh, you sit out and you start to, uh, you start to talk about that. Right. And that's, um, and that, you know, and everybody comes together. In that team. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's that comfort that that's, that's a constant. Our job is, is, is variable and, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That table's always there. It's a, a solid. It becomes a rock. Yeah, yeah that's, for that's sure. what I really like. About and it. and that's, that's, that's what, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So like I was saying, I worked a little overtime the other day on first shift, station one. Uh, I don't know if you work with that crew much. They're good. They're it, good. They're good. It, group uh, guys. Yeah, I mean, this as a compliment. It yeah. is adult daycare. <laughs> it is it is it's I, i'll expose their secrets people hate you know they, they have a fun crew a good crew yeah, like, you don't tell it you don't tell anyone we have fun down here that's yeah. what you'll hear from you guys they don't tell anyone we have fun down here because they don't want to blow that up they don't yeah. want to get that exposed they want to keep that as a good little secret uh this is this is my favorite story from between the last episode and this one uh so down there they got drew walters uh, Drew's a new paramedic. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Drew, Drew Walters, good guy. He fits in great down there. Has a lot of fun. He's a younger guy, kind of like myself. Well, there's one thing that a young guy can do. I know this all too well, and that is open their mouth. He's <laughs> in trouble. Uh, so I guess apparently he's, he's I somehow got into like so, like sort of a competition of who was more athletic and who could do what. I think they were watching a football game. And yeah, we got Drew on the screen there. Uh, oh, wow. His, yeah. his nickname is Kenny. He's out of high school. And they call him Kenny yeah. uh, from the movie Were the Millers. Had, I actually had Drew in class out of Lit when he was in high school. Oh. So he was taking it he was oh. taking it for fire class and stuff out there. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, there's there's the Were the There's the Were the Millers uh picture. So that's why they call him Kenny. Um he fits in great. He's he's like the little brother down there. But oh, uh so, so they if it, it started with him and Joel and they wrestled and who when Joel won. For two reasons. Obviously, One, Joel yeah. is a wrestling yeah. coach, and then also Joel Joel outweighs uh, weighs him just a, just a little bit. Well. Um, <laughs> no, I don't mean that well. Like you said, they're, they're a fun crew. Yeah. Long story short, they're watching some football game. Kicker misses like a 30-yard field goal, and Drew, Kenny, or whatever, they, he, he makes a comment about how he could make a 30-yard field goal. Uh, someone said, prove it, and they ended up going out to the West High School, uh, West High School football field, where he, I believe he actually made he actually made a thirty-yard field goal. But then Whoa, the nice. other, so then there was two other competitions that Drew was supposed to do. One was actually kick a field goal, or not just kick a football from the thirty-five-yard line to the opposing twenty, and apparently it went seven yards. <laughs> so you zero for one, and then the second one. This is my favorite. Him and Joel to prove who was more athletic. We're going to race in a hundred-meter dash. Uh, we actually have that video. We have that footage for you guys. So this is at we West go. High School. <laughs> Keep in mind, we got like bird they like, got lean, all... like laid back, like sprinting method, like it has to go fast. Oh, if no. it was a forty meter dash, yeah, Joel oh. would have had him. It's, he's like, you know, what do they always say? Like a grizzly bear or an alligator or something. Like if you you have to, if you can make it ten or fifteen feet, you can get away. But it's that first like oh, yeah, little sure. bit, like you know, they'll catch anybody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So I put this up here. Yeah, here's another, <laughs> another angle of it. They had engine one, truck one, oh, he ran all out there. Yeah, yeah. She yeah went just down there. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I bring this up because we talk about the kitchen table. This is what this is the good clean fun that comes yes. from from yeah. work. That comes from the kitchen table, our special place, where when we're sitting there between work, between the calls, between yeah, between the work, you know, stuff like this comes up. 
And this is this is where the, the, the family aspect comes from. This is where the bonding comes from. The, this is how you build morale in the crew. And this is what I think is one of the best parts Definitely. of the job. You know, yeah. So I, I want to give a shout out to First Shift, uh, Station One. Keep up the good work. Keep up, keep up making the job great. Keep having fun down there. Uh, we need more of that. So, so you know, that's dude. a that's a good. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Chad. That's a good mental break from the day too. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Breaks up like the serious calls. Yeah. And yeah, like you need yeah. a little relief. And then the monotonous stuff. Like, yeah. hey, it's Monday. We're gonna go check masks. We're gonna do scrub out. We're gonna. Sure. I got chores done. Blah blah blah. You know, when you get the, we get in, we get in some long stretches where it's like, well, we'll get what do we do on Friday? Well, we had tech training. What do we do this day? Well, we had a we had a fire. And then, well, what do we do this day? Well, we've been teaching. You know, right now they have the forty hour work week for you know some of the new floaters. Right. So it's it's so busy right now. Some sort of to, to <laughs> blow off some of that like steam yeah. almost of. It. There's nothing better than when you have that day. It's like, what are we doing today? Well, we're gonna sit around here as a as a crew, drink coffee, and laugh until ten thirty, and then we're gonna get our work done. And we, we work hard, play hard. It's a balance, but you need that break. You need stuff like this, or else, or, mm-hmm. yeah, or else yeah, else they get too tense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, adult daycare <laughs> is, is a good <laughs> one. But it's it's fun. But that's that's what it's all about. So. Yep. Moving forward, a little more serious. Uh, it is November, which means Thanksgiving's around the corner. Ironically, same. I heard a story last night working with that same crew about a couple years ago. They fried a turkey. Yeah. And I guess it did not go well. No. So uh, this, this is another example. Uh, Phil, I'll kind of let you take over here. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, play short. Play the uh, turkey fryer short video here. We got a short video. You can see, you know, and, and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving fire safety. You can see right there, you know, the what we're, we're kind of what we're going to touch on. So uh, whether you know it or not, uh, nationwide is, is a nationwide average. Thanksgiving uh, is the busiest day for residential structure fires. The number one day. Uh, so it's and of that, you know, you're talking like twenty uh, nationwide on average about twenty three hundred fires, uh, residential structure fires that day alone which is a lot, and 75% of those are cooking fires. Yeah. So fires in the kitchen. Makes so, sense. yeah, makes sense, right? Well, every, you know, how many people are cooking? How many people are cooking that don't usually cook? Yeah. You know, and you're cooking all day. Most of those fires, again, occur between like 2 and 6 p.m. So, you know, when everybody's putting stuff on. But, yeah, the uh, Thanksgiving, uh, uh, the turkey fryer there and stuff. And that was, I think, more popular a few years ago now. Smokers and pit bosses, things, things are a little bit... Um, uh, more you know smoking them stuff but you know you can see in that instance what happens you know that that cooking oil is 350 degrees right well, how hot is 350 pretty hot because you yeah. think about you know what's water boiling like 212 yeah. you spill boiling water on your hand how bad is that hurt yeah okay now 350 degree boiling oil okay and then you take <laughs> your your turkey so a couple things if your turkey you know it needs to thaw it needs to be completely thawed if you're doing it anywhere it's something where um, I think it's like 20, what was it, 20 minutes per pound or something. So, I mean, in the fridge, you're talking like 24 to 48 hours, depending on how big a bird you have. Yeah. To completely thaw that out because what happens is those ice crystals, um, you know, water boils at 212. You have oil, it's 350 degrees. You put water, you know, put that ice in there. It instantly boils that ice. Now you've got boiling water essentially splashing that oil yeah. in every place. And then once that oil hits that ignition point, uh, and then you have fire everywhere. Yeah. So, so um, and then you can see if we play the uh, play the long video, because that goes into what happens when you put water on said fire. So now if you're at home, right? Oh, you know, my deck's on fire. I got fire everywhere. I'm going to grab the garden hose. Yeah. I'm going to start trying to put my fire out because, you know, your brain says fire bad. 
uh, water puts fire out. Well, that's not with an oil fire. That's not what you're going to want to do because what you actually do is that, you know, oil and water don't mix, right? So you end up pushing that hot oil, pushing that fire around, um, and you're actually making it worse. Now, yeah. you know, for us, do we have to put, do we have to use water to put fire out? We're going to, but the amount of water we're using yeah, we, is where it's copious amounts. We have larger hand lines. We have all this stuff. But, you know, for you to uh, at home to try and do that, it's, it's not a big yeah, thing. So a couple of things, you know, let's touch on real quick. Uh, for your, you know, at the home, uh, for safety tips, you know, the biggest thing, stay in the stay in the kitchen when you're cooking, okay, and attend to those things, and not leaving stuff unattended on the stove. Uh, you know, when you're cooking your turkey, stay at home, check it out frequently. If you're using the turkey fry, which we don't recommend you use, but you know, it does make a tasty turkey. People like to do that. Make sure it's, you know it's, your 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 turkey is completely thought out. You don't overfill. Uh, your bat, you know, your your pot that you're putting the turkey in, too, not too much oil. So check your oil level. Keep it check far away from the house is another thing, too. So in case you do have a flare-up, that you're not going to catch your house on fire, yeah. right? Um, you know, keep the kids away from the stuff. Uh, you know, just really, you know, we want everybody safe. There's a ton of information. FPA.org has a lot of stuff. U.S. Fire Administration has a lot of things. We'll post the links in the description on, on the YouTube video, and they'll be also, I believe, in the, on the Spotify uh, um description of stuff so some things but uh on an interesting note uh for sioux city if we want to look at stats specifically for sioux city um i don't have thanksgiving day specifically however oh, um, stats, yeah when you when you look at our building fire so 21 22 we're averaging about uh, 75 structure building building fires mm-hmm. uh you know where, where i would consider a residential structure fire per year and of those you're looking at about um what do we got like 44 so like 22 per year are uh are exactly a cooking fire a kitchen fire yep okay so 22 per year and and of those you know we're looking at 11 directly from a heat source so like a stove getting into combustibles and stuff that are on the stove so that's just in sioux city you know like so yeah. you look at nationwide so, so these things happen here which is you know why we have jobs but you know um the other thing with that too if, if anybody has any questions about any stuff is my home safe do i have things in the in my kitchen that you know pose a risk all this stuff uh contact our community risk reduction office right uh set up a safe home inspection that's a huge program we have it's a free program make sure you have working smoke alarms again we have that program available so we'll come in and put smoke alarms in your home we'll look for fire hazards in your home we'll help you make your home safe so that you can have a tasty turkey and a safe thanksgiving because that's you know that's what it's all Awesome. Brought to you by Bill Fildes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you know, what, yeah, if you're cooking, if you're fry turkey, you know what you're doing. Make sure it's thawed out. Yes. Uh, we'll keep it moving. We're in November, and everyone has a mustache. <laughs> Whether you think I don't have a mustache, I do have a mustache. Oh, right no, now. I saw it. Yeah. This <laughs> is pathetic. I did this <laughs> just for this episode. I did it for you guys. It's good. And how long? Yeah. How long? How long is this? This is like three weeks. I, I was on vacation for a bit, so I kind of grew everything. I left the mustache. That's all. Do it's you all do any? Do you like? Any, are, there, are there any wiser girlfriends that like the mustaches? No, there can't no, be. There can't be. Hates it. Yeah. Hates it. Which which kind of blows my mind. Like, yes, actually, grow a decent mustache. I, I, to me, I think if like if you can grow a decent mustache, maybe embrace it. But like for guys like me that can't grow it, like it's completely understandable. I like it because my wife, you know, when I shave it, I yeah. look like a new guy. So yeah. she's like, hey, she's like, yeah. I think That's I look nice. like ten years younger when I take the mustache. I I, I I know it. What blows my mind is if like if someone like me who can't grow a mustache was like, I thought this made me look better. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Bro? So I, this is this is only for November. Um, and it's it's pretty disgusting. You can't even see it in the camera. 
Probably it's really bad. I hit camera and you can't three months ago. So with that, Devin, uh, you did yeah. a little research yeah. on November. Actually, I, 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 you, you, I didn't know much about this story. Uh, um, it kind of started as a couple guys being dudes. <laughs> guys being dudes. So let's yeah. hear. Let's hear about what you got from November. Sounds where did like the, where, did, where did all this start? Sounds like it could happen at a safety meeting. Yeah, we'll maybe get into those yeah. later on. But real quick, what's a safety meeting? It's a gathering of fellow firefighters. Could be from your crew. Could yeah. be from this whole shift. Yes. The whole department getting together. Safety topics. Yeah. Mainly held at Miles or something like Correct. that. You know, just yeah. really yeah. shout out to Miles. Yeah, 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 shout out. We'll shout that out. The sponsor. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Work on sponsors. No, uh, November. Mm-hmm. We all grow mustaches. Yes. Know. Why do we do that? Usually for men's health. Yes. You know, yeah. Raise awareness at least. But mm-hmm. we like to raise money for. Mm-hmm. You know. Different stuff for men's health. Yeah, we're always doing stuff like that. The main origin comes from Melbourne, Australia. Okay. Couple mates in the pub, slinging some pints back, going, yo, we need to bring the mustache back. Yeah. And this is right off the website. Not enough guys are, are, bringing, are wearing mustaches. Yeah, that's what they decided that day. Yeah. You know. Yep. 2003, this starts. Right. right? They're just like, we're going to grow a mustache. You know, see who we can get to do it. 30, 30 guys get on board. Yes. Right? And this all stems from one of their buddies' moms having breast cancer. They're like, well, let's raise awareness for that. And yeah. Let's raise awareness for men's health. How do we do it? So, 30 guys don't raise any money. They just try to get some guys to do it. Yeah. And then next year, they decide to actually formalize it mm-hmm. and get some money rounded up. So, it's 10 bucks for the month you grow your mustache out. Yeah. Uh, then they register it. As an actual website mm-hmm. and a membership. Oh, wow. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're partnering with the Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia, right? That's awesome. That's so, just in two years, they grow and they raise over 54000 Australian dollars, right? This so is that, 2005. Yeah, yeah. Two years. Yep. So, there's no reason. And they have like 10,000 members here. This yeah. is all from their website. Yeah. The U.S. chapter of the yep. member. Yeah. And this thing's reached worldwide now, but uh, just under ten thousand guys, and uh, that that's that's basically saying like it's our second episode. Yeah, we could probably have ten thousand members. You know, yeah, subscribe, yeah. 10, you know, subscribers. Subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, no, but, Google, anywhere podcasts available. <laughs> anywhere you can get podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> no, but within three years, there are already over millions of dollars just through Prostate Cancer Foundation. Yeah. And it's reached worldwide. Absolutely. Uh, you know, U.S. Cancer yeah. Foundation partners with them. So it's just incredible. Just having a discussion. It's like, yeah. hey, we should do this. Yeah. And now look where they're at. So That's stemming from this research, awesome. which I didn't know before this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign up next year for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know I mean? We also, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's just quick little. And, 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 and so I always thought it was just kind of a fire department thing in general. I guess I, right. I, I, guess I didn't really know much about it. it, it <laughs> fire departments all across the nation, across the world, are you know, they're growing mustaches right now. Yeah, and I love it. So, that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. We are not doctors. We are the furthest things from doctors. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll take a look at whatever you got going on. <laughs> not a doctor, for sure. But we do know a doctor. His name is Dr. Wood. He's our medical director. He does a lot of great things for us. We're yep. thrilled to have him. We actually got him here in the building today to answer some real questions about men's health before we try and answer any. So right now, I'd love to bring on Dr. Randall Wood. He's coming down the hallway right now. Round of applause. Welcome, and, uh, I just uh, understand that, that Dr.
It's like he's a crazy busy dude. Yeah. Um, he's so the busiest man alive, apparently. Yeah, so for him to be here, Most we are interesting yes. well. yeah. super fortunate for him to be here. It's pretty awesome. Doctor, welcome. Not to pick on you, but could you, you need to slide your you block it ship on me. Right no, there. Oh, oh, there you go. Right. You, you, were, you were saying the thermos, right? There. You're always locked and loaded. Oh, yeah. What would you, would you call it with a crazy brew? With some serious Serious brew. brew. You brew your own coffee? Yeah, by getting my coffee from a local roaster in town. Um, and yeah, I always show up to work with a thermos and a cup of coffee. Right. There's people that come around here. Hey, yeah. Can I have a yeah. little coffee? Yeah. So yeah, you're ready to rock. Before this, you, there was a pet exchange going on in the parking lot. <laughs> I said, you are the, you are the, there one was, of the busiest oh, guys alive. Oh, I, was, I was finding a home for a kitten. Look at that. Lot, yeah. Do it all. Do it all. You know, in terms of being busy, uh, you've been in the emergency room for how long? Um, I finished my emergency medicine residency in 2013, so okay. I've been in the in the emergency department since 2010, ish. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so what what's made you stay in emergency medicine? You know, a lot of the providers they do their stint, like I'm gonna go move on, go to a clinic, maybe go somewhere where I'm home with my kids a little more, a little more sleep, regular. So you gotta yeah. like what you do. What what makes you want to stay in, in well, the emergency room? Well, part of it is I'm uh, I'm trained in i'm a specialist of emergency medicine okay. I, the clinic is not an option for yeah me. right um so i'm an emergency medicine guy um so that's i'm board certified in that so gotcha. i don't really do any clinic work I, I you know i could do some urgent care and things like that Perfect. but what, yeah. what what made you want to take that as your specialty uh initially i uh, was going to do oncology actually and then i just it I just liked it. It was just fast paced, always something new. Mm-hmm. Kind of get a chance to make a quick connection with people. Yeah. Um, I like to get to know my patients, but at the same time, it's kind of nice. Just boom, here we go. Let's yeah. do it. And it's then, it's crazy work. It's, yeah, the ER is is the wild west. Yeah. And you know we we work with you guys about you know hand in hand. Yep. Um Obviously, completely different worlds, but also the same ones. So. Yeah. Give you credit in there. Where'd you real quick? Where'd you your undergrad at? Um, I. Took a couple of different op- a couple of different <laughs> attempts at undergrad, but I ended up at my third attempt to get my bachelor's degree at the University of South Dakota. I got my degree there, okay. medical school as well, University of South Dakota, and okay. then did my emergency medicine residency in Nashville, Tennessee. Was the plan always be a be a medical professional? Is that kind of always no, what works, or how'd you find no, your way? No, it was kind of a midlife crisis type deal. Yeah. I wanted to be a veterinarian at one point. Um, and then I decided to go travel and kind of cruise around and uh, just kind of spent a lot of time getting to know the world, lived yeah, in cool. Canada for a while, just kind of traveling and whatnot. And then um, came back and decided to pursue medicine sort of a little later in my 30s, actually. Just okay. kind of like, hey, I'm going to be a doctor. Apparently. Why not? What? Yeah, so, yeah, might as well just go be a doctor quick. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody knows you're kind of free spirit. I am a little bit of a free spirit. I love it. Well, that's what I was just going to wonder because you play a little guitar, right? Piano mostly, but yeah, guitar. Yeah, so I was wondering, like, if you got into the music scene a little bit, being down in Nashville, that I mean, Un- it would be hard not to. Yeah, unfortunately, I had a piano when I was in Nashville. I essentially, uh, a really good friend of mine who plays the guitar came to pick me up to help move me home. And he's like, hey, blah, 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 sat down and uh, started playing with him. And I still play with him. He's here in town, but. Um, kind of realized that I was so busy during all of that that I uh, 
I, I hadn't really been playing. So yeah, here awesome. in town, I, I get a chance to play more. So that's good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The rumor is every now and then you're at one of the local bars playing, playing in a band or something. Yep. We've played around here um, in town. Uh, band Ultraviolet Fever, and we play in town. And we played Saturday. We opened up Saturday in the park a couple years ago, and did a fundraiser for homelessness a couple Fridays ago, two Fridays ago. Play yeah. outside. And, um, yeah, play here and around. And really are one of the busiest guys. Yeah, I've yeah. Ever met. I, I stay busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Devin's got some serious questions here. It's, it's November. We talk about Movember Men's Health. So we're far from doctors. You know, the fact that we're telling us are paramedics is, is mind-blowing. Um, so we wanted to ask you, a medical professional, yeah. we can actually... Where people can take more stuff. Yeah, some actual information that, that might be closer to accuracy than us. Well, I think today. we should start originally by, I appreciate you representing a very poor form of a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been packing, but I, you know, it was a little yep. late notice, and, yeah. you know, so... So, yeah, I've always enjoyed the, the mustache voting for different people. I try and stay unbiased in my votes. For so, so you vote mustache. every year in the competition? Oh, of course. Well, that's awesome. It's one of the, it's one of the best it. things we do, right? Yes. Like, you know, it's kind of, kind of your inside the department and outside. But, yeah, it's, it's a big, it's huge for the department. It's a big morale bill. Everyone gets a laugh out of it. brings everyone together. So, Devin, what do you got for the doc? Well, we already talked about your hobbies, your specialty. Uh can you talk more about your affiliation with SCFR? Kind of like yeah, I took uh, about a year into town. I was giving a lecture uh, uh, geared at paramedics for like pulmonary emergencies or something like that, and uh, somebody approached me at that time and said, "We want you as our medical director." I said, "I'm only a year out of residency. I think that was in 2013." I said, "It's just not really good timing," um, and they persisted. I said, "Well, let's at least talk it through." And then yeah, mm-hmm. I took over as the medical director for the fire department and SBI that was in town at that time, um, as well as the comm center at that time. And, and I've stayed on ever since then. So, so, so then when the city took over, it was pretty easy to just say, yeah, I'll do, I'll do the do Sioux City Fire as well. Yeah, so I was already the medical director for Sioux City <clears throat> Fire, but at that point it was sort of two affiliations. That okay. was kind of what now is the blue side and the red side at that yeah. point. Because I remember when we, because I was on the MS committee when we had that. that Correct. Was in pursuit of you at that time, trying to trying to get you to be the MS director. So. so then, yeah, I took that over. So then the fire department was a little bit, at that time I didn't, didn't communicate as much with the fire department, but I'd go to like station one, they'd be like, do you need anything, sir? And yeah. I'd be like, uh, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of very, yeah. I have a little funny story. So in, this is 2017, 18, the EMS division just starts. I'm an EMT. I'm like 15 years old. I just got hired. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Still mustache and, like yeah, the mustache yeah. just like this. And it's our orientation day. We're at station four and they get everyone that just started on the EMS division there. And we're touring the station. We start in like a month. We, we have to start a whole ambulance service. And this guy shows up and he's wearing, you know, some, Clothes that aren't too exciting, just kind of a little, rat, you know, <laughs> some ratty clothes, messy yeah. hair. Oh, yeah. And he comes up to the door, and uh, someone in the department, I won't, I won't name drop him, is kind of high up there in rank, kind of rolls his eyes and goes, oh, geez, uh, who's, who's showing up here now? Because <laughs> we get visitors at the station. Sometimes yeah. they want some stuff. Sometimes they want it to, you know, who knows? There's, And they're like, I'll, I'll, and they said, this person said, he goes, I'll get rid of him. I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of him. <laughs> and uh, come to find out, they're like, oh, oh, that's Dr. Wood. That's the medical director. For this new ambulance we're starting. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, no, it's, you it's, guys it's, totally it's, it's thought I was a random homeless guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, 
yeah, which is just fine for me. Yeah, if I'm traveling anywhere out of Sioux City, the chances of people picking me and my family up being like, "Oh, there's the doctor," is very yeah. low. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're pretty low. Conference, like, oh yeah, that's the little key. It's the doctor. We're pretty low. I love it. That's 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 awesome. So moving on. Um, so sudden cardiac arrest is the number one reason firefighters die on the job, and it's the leading cause of death. Uh, is men's heart disease. Uh, what screenings can men receive and that can kind of give them an idea of what their heart health is like? So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an emergency medicine guy, so I'm kind of the one you want to avoid. So mm-hmm. I'm like, right. when you failed right <laughs> of yeah. that. Um, so I guess the main advice for me is a couple of things. One is getting a good primary doc that you trust trying to just get in there to do all the screenings. I don't even know when you're supposed to begin cholesterol, making sure you're getting your cholesterol checked, your blood pressure checked, and then just listening to your body a little bit. You know, if you're feeling more short of breath when you're doing something that usually you're okay with, if you notice, um, you know, a little bit of even like, oh, I get a little indigestion with walking, just things like that that could end up sort of your body can be communicating, saying your heart might be having some issues. Um, I guess just making sure you're getting yourself screened for your cholesterol. And then I think a lot of people focus a lot, especially you guys, on like lifting and doing a lot Mm -hmm. of that stuff, but maybe not as much of the sort of aerobic type stuff. So making sure within your your regimen that you're kind of doing that stuff. It's kind of funny to to be in a room full of people who are in better shape than you talking about how to stay in shape. But (laughs) nonetheless, making sure that you're keeping your cholesterol and some of that stuff and just – sort of reaching out a little better than sometimes we do in terms of like something being off because usually there's going to be a warning sign by the time you get a little bit older i mean it's usually not going to be some thing you were born with um that's going to do it it's going to be that kind of rolls into my next question in your experience are men kind of way more inverted about their or you know yeah less tendency to speak out about their health yeah i would say the vast majority of men who come in the er are are accompanied by a wife or somebody who's kind of like dragging them into there Mm -hmm. so yeah i would say a hundred percent and especially to even just to kind of categorize like a farmer you know there's jokes in emergency medicine like if a farmer shows up like you better be ready to do everything (laughs) to get him there I would say firefighters kind of tend to fall into that more category of um, just being stubborn as hell. And so you kind of get into that thing where maybe you're not going to reach out, you're not going to open up about about health um, issues as much as other people. So yeah, I would say yes, in general, men are probably a little not as good at talking to each other and, and their doctor about whatever's going on with them. Other than that, and then just you think of, you know, some of the stuff you're concerned about, whether it's testicular cancer, prostate cancer, uh, probably two things is, is as a guy, you, you, know, you don't want to sit there and go, yep, I got to go and get my prostate checked. Yeah, yeah. sure. You know, that's, that's, not, that's not a something you look, I guess I want to look forward to doing. That's, no. that's not something that's probably a humbling process in a way. Yeah. And, uh, but one that could be very serious and, you know, life-saving. Agreed. Well, well, and maybe, you know, even more, more so for, for us as firefighters, because we have, you know, if we have this mentality of you're a firefighter, you're, you're made of iron, you're Superman, nothing can hurt you. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's good, you know, Doc touched on, 
you know, getting regular doctor, getting physicals, things like that. You know, our, our department is believes in that too, you know, where we're getting our physicals every other year now and stuff to, you know, I mean, and blood work and everything. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's right. an important thing. A lot farther ahead than when we then, used to be. Yeah, when, so. when, when I started, yeah, yeah. than when I started. And too. as a group, I would say we're not as good as advocating, like, if there's lots of breast cancer awareness, tons of money just because they're just, their women are just better not only at discussing their stuff but also publicizing sure. and getting out there right. and sort of being aware you don't hear a ton about it which is what's cool to see you know firefighters doing something for men's health and it's a yeah. group of like you know manly men or whatever that are out yeah. there doing sure. stuff to to sort of yeah we're a heavy mm-hmm. you know heavy majority we have a lot more females now than maybe a little long time ago they, okay. they sport us we sport them yeah, yeah. Sure. give a shout out to yeah, just in terms of men, like we don't, there's not a huge amount of walks and different things about, or, or even research true, at this point true. of the, but. That we kind of talked about it earlier when you were talking about the lifting and stuff. There's like a million supplements out there now yep. that are on TV, social media. What would advice be to guys that are like looking at some of that stuff before they do it? Like. Yeah, I guess in my world, I feel like probably trying to focus on basically eating. If you if you want to be like high protein, then mm-hmm. you know you can be eating tons of eggs and just different things, or you know, sure. sort of the the meat and different things to get your protein, as opposed to trying to supplement with a ton of ton of other things and essentially all of the weight things that are out there to to help you lose weight. I I would. I don't really feel like are a great idea. Sure. What's your What's your opinion on? And I don't know if Shippy had a question. But what's your opinion on energy drinks and stuff? Because that's a big thing. You know? Oh yeah, and just in general, I think you know, our population in general is so many like mm-hmm. so many of them out there. I think even in our in the fire culture to give you a bump and keep you keep keep you going. But what's your opinion on yeah. some of the energy drinks? I I like just. I mean, I'm a big coffee drinker, as I already mentioned. I think <laughs> just some of the stuff that's been around and tried and true is a little better than something that was developed in some you know like taurine and some of these other yeah. supplements yeah. that are actually pretty potent and likely just not really researched so i do see people come in um with panic attacks with like arrhythmias like mostly svt which mm-hmm. is fairly easy to deal with but nonetheless people get kicked into afib and things like this due to like weird energy Jeez. supplements yeah. and now they've got these other things that they're doing where they're just you know, taking a couple molecules off of this, and then you're like, yeah, it's like still amphetamine, just a couple away from yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah, and yeah, THC as well, which yep. is probably less of an issue here. But I'm just saying, like, sure. some of the stuff they just change a little bit, so all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's legal, and yeah. the next thing you know, it's like, well, it, I got it at the grocery store, you yeah. know, but yeah. still can. So okay. yeah, I, I mean, that's yeah, got an FDA approval. Must be good, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is probably just not very tried and true, so. I think, in general, moderation is probably the right answer for just about everything. Um, For a guy who drinks about a pot of coffee a day, I guess I don't really, but at the same time, like some of that stuff, yeah, I mean, if it's a day where you're just kind of really dragging and feel like you need a little something, a little one of those kind of boosty drinks or whatever, I don't drink them because they give me a headache in the morning and Mm -hmm. they just tend to make me crash, so um, I just, I'm not really a huge fan of them. I mean, now you go to the, go to like... um, just that stuff you know where you're talking 300 megs of caffeine per can i mean that's 
you know, that's a lot where, you know, a cup of coffee is anywhere from 80 to 100. So that's yeah. like, you know, taking a can of your chugging that. Well, I'll take three cups of coffee and chug it. You know, it's an equivalent essentially, but right. that's a lot, you know, yeah. for, right. you know, in one shot. Agreed. Yeah. So a lot of that supplement stuff, I probably not a huge fan. Sure. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have for you. Some general questions. Yeah. Just wanted to talk to you. Yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah, I think the other thing that maybe doesn't get recognized as much, too, is, like, shift work. I mean, you guys are doing a lot of shift work. I do. I work. I have traditionally worked a lot of nights, mm-hmm. and then you're up, and you're back, and you're forth. Um, and sleep deprivation is, is yeah. pretty huge. And for you guys, it is real, like, to try and your circadian rhythms are mm-hmm. just, like, constantly yeah. off. It's been associated <clears throat> with worsening heart failure, mm-hmm. diabetes, all of that stuff. So trying to be try and be respectful in terms of like getting to sleep when you need to get it and yeah that. i heard an analogy once this came from uh tom perry who's out at station six and he said it's it's not just getting woke up in the middle of the night it's like they said they told anyone that's not in our line of work it's like imagine if someone called you at two in the morning and said i want you to go to the store get a carton of milk and then come and then put the carton of milk in the fridge and then, and then you're good and you're done right now that's that's the comparison he used now imagine if you had to do cpr on the car or you know 100%. think of like you know do any sort of drug interventions you need to do or you know maybe you have to go and get your heart rate up to 170 because you're at a fire or something right. along those lines so well, that's it's, I heard, uh, like you know coming on the job that we exert at the first 15 minutes of a working structure fire that we exert as much energy as a normal person does in an eight hour day yeah so i mean if you think about that and all of a sudden you're doing a three you know if you're in a rem cycle yeah for sure woken up from zero to 100 mile an hour mm-hmm. and then have to exert that much energy at 3 a.m and yeah. what that does to your body and then to, to try to recover from that i mean and then do that over a 30-year career yeah i know we've been What's getting we've been getting better we have you know fatigue policies in place yeah. now and i, I think of, and i think of like yeah. our, our ems division employees that you know we have we have three some days four rigs in town you know they're yeah. they run a ton of calls so when you get on the 48s and the 72s or stuff like that some of these people get put on you know they get, that's where it gets yeah. real tough it is hard to sit there as, a, as a, an employee and sit there and go hey you know, cap LT, I'm going to go take a nap for two hours. Sure. I know it's in the middle of the work day and it's sure, two in the sure. afternoon because to me, that's it. I don't want to sit there and be like, I don't want my lieutenant or captain to think I'm lazy. I don't want them to think I'm slacking. Sure, sure. But when you need the rest, you need the rest. Right. And sure. I think, it, you know, the 24s you do what you get. You work a 48, you're off 24, work another 24, you know, and maybe pick up some overtime or something because you know, right. a lot of overtime. We got, we got to pick up slack right now. Right. So, with walking the floor with Yes. Yeah. It's like it catches up to you. It's like you, you hit zombie mode and then at some point your brain it's almost like I know I get where I'm like just burnt done. Like my brain shuts mm-hmm. down. Like it's yeah. it. There is no Definitely. like you can't stay awake, you can't do your brain says, I'm done. Check out and you're <laughs> done. You know, yeah. like that's that's like past it's a past zombie mode where you're like an automatic you what you're doing and then you get the second wind yep. yeah yeah like and, and everyone comes from different you know different you know young guys old guys guys with families guys got kids in college where you know maybe you gotta go in there i gotta take my kid to practice i gotta get a daycare or something yeah. so you still gotta function outside of this but anyways doc thanks for coming yeah, on today we really you. appreciate yeah, it you know we like say you're a busy yeah, guy yeah. so thanks, thanks for taking the time to come out today and thanks for talking so all right, thank, thank you. you. Next year, grow a mustache. We'll get you in the competition, <laughs> which is what's yeah, coming up. Yeah, just voting, you can get in and actually in the contest. I think yeah, that'd be so really cool. Didn't we get? Didn't uh, didn't Doc? He's an honorary honorary firefighter. Didn't you get honorary firefighter or not? No, no. I thought yeah. no, I thought he was. It'd be a great nomination. I think it'd be a good nomination. Be a great nomination. A second.
There we go. <laughs> we can bring that up. Yep. Yeah, the union meeting. So, all right, Doc, thanks for coming on. Yeah, hey, appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate Take care. It. Yeah, thanks for all the hard work, and happy Veterans Day. I know a lot of firefighters, both yeah. men and women, are our veterans. And yeah, yeah, Aaron, so, the guy behind the keyboard. Yeah, yeah so, Ryan Baker, uh, our producer. It's a good opportunity to, to kind of reach out here. Hey, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone, to the second half. So I was saying if we had sponsors or advertisements, that would be a great place to put them in. Yeah, so when when Miles decides to sponsor us one day, that's where it's going to go in. (laughs) Or whoever, like Wheelhouse, uh, Castle Pub, Bodega. That's the coffee place on West 3rd there. They just bought, remodeled. Oh, Stonebrew. Stonebrew. Yeah, we can drink some. I know a guy Stone down in Stonebrew. Yeah, yeah, they get some. Hard we'll get some downtown. Yeah. You know. be a good place for it. Yeah. Good product There's place. Possibilities are endless. I would like to take a minute though. This it could come from episode one to two. We like we really put a lot of effort. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really do anything. This yeah. is I give. So shout out to Ryan Baker for yep, doing a ton of work. Like, uh, shout out to the stuff. department, the chief, uh, yep. the, the, uh, the for supporting all this. Um, if I could shout, I would shout. Yeah, but shout outs for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah to so, all those guys. Thanks to those guys and like awesome. we're thanks we're for gonna the make listeners, it listeners, dude. Yeah, yeah, the listeners. Such good feedback. Yeah, it, that was that was the other thing I was gonna talk about the feedback. We mm-hmm. got a lot of good, a lot of bad. So we're gonna keep getting better. So stick with us as we yeah. grow. Um, like I said, I'm hoping, us, I'm hoping this right? is something this is yeah we're gonna be really proud of. Yep. So, uh, something that I know the department is proud of is the mustache competition. Oh. Uh, when they may know when the mustache competition started. Uh, well, yeah. the original one, I think the original. So the original champion is behind the keyboard right now. If I, if I, the, the very record, first mustache champion. The, that's, the that's, very first mustache champion wow. is sitting behind. What the keyboard year was right that? Now. That was, I'm not sure what year that kind of came in, 2006, 16, 11, 15, guys, 15, 15, he's got a thumb, he's holding up, so Ryan's doing this. For people, oh, he was he doing, was doing a one and a five. <laughs> that's, okay. okay. Six. That's, yeah. six. that's why I got six. Okay, so, so I 2015. Still so 2015 yeah. was the original <laughs> wow. was the original contest. Yeah. yeah. So 2015 it came. And when the contest started, right, it was when, when, when Baker won, that was it was all about the mustaches. Yes. Because when we started it was yeah. the secretaries judged it. Yeah. Like yeah. you just and it was the mustache. It was, it was like a mu- it was like a mugshot <laughs> yes. It was so bad. It was like those old guys on <laughs> like the dating sites yeah. that are yeah. taking selfies just yeah it was know. like it was like right. if my dad made a new facebook profile picture <laughs> yeah. it was just, just like fishing a, yes yeah and, and it is more into what it yeah. is now exactly so let's yeah. say so started out with that yes. just a basic photo yep. and then people to get an edge on people got creative right yes. so i yep. instead of just a mug shot of this mustache i'm growing yeah they got creative with it yep. um yeah. if i'm not mistaken i'll give credit josh mcclure did start the first competition was that, was that correct yeah so shout out to mcclure yeah. ran it for a number of years it was through the union yep. and then it grew and now our guest today is derek dewitt a uh, big fan of his mustache he's a mustache connoisseur should we, should we go just bring him on bring him yeah, on, let's bring on. Let's derek, let's bring dewitt. derek dewitt welcome to the show as he carries two oh, belts baby. get those on the camera that, get those man. on the camera make sure you got there. two WWE belts yeah, for the mustache competition. That's how ridiculous this thing has gotten. Yeah. Again, it went from photos. Um, <laughs> Derek, welcome to welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me on. You yeah, got your you. mustache looking great. You got your hair slicked over. You got your Dapper. button up on. Dapper DeWitt, man. Derek, you and I spent a little bit of our first year together. And I remember you, when you came back from your deployments, 
you you had a mustache. Go ahead and scoot on a closer. Get you on. Yeah, you you before you left, you did not have a mustache. Is that correct? That's correct. And then wow. when you returned, you had a mustache. So yeah. what what year was that? Twenty seventeen. Eighteen. So this mustache is how old? It's quick math there, you know, about five years. Okay. Nice. And when did I remember you came back? You pulled out a pocket knife that turned into a comb, and you would comb your mustache. <laughs> At the kitchen, you got oh, a whip, you? I don't have that one, but I. You got, no, you got to have something. Got a mustache, multiple, yeah, multiple, man. That's I, uh, I uh, upgraded. Oh, the duty oh. comb. <laughs> there it is. And then, oh, wow. oh my gosh. So <laughs> when did when did you commit? You know, That's I'm awesome. a, I'm gonna be a mustache man. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this make this my life. Uh, probably during the deployment, you know, I I just threw it out and I was like, it's kind of nice to have. Yeah. Uh, it kind of started as just uh, something to do with our free time and uh, take care of it and sort of, sort of went on with that. And then I just decided to keep it. It's kind of a part of me now. Yeah. yeah. What, what, do you, what do you do to treat your mustache? Give uh, us your, your care product routine. I got some oil that I that I use pr pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. keeps it nice and soft. And then uh, I didn't put any wax in it today, but usually if I'm doing something where it's got to look nice, I'll put some wax in it. Awesome. So... You yeah, so you go your mustache on deployment, which was back up a little bit. How long you how long you been with Sioux City Fire Rescue? Uh, about five years. Five years. When did you know? You always know you want this is the career field you want to get into. Uh yeah, kind of got interested in high school. Okay. From Mobile, started on a volunteer department. Yep. Cool. Uh, tested around, got hired on another career department, and uh, got fortunate enough to get hired here. Yeah, you were in Fort Dodge for a bit. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so was Devin. Did you guys ever work together for a bit? Uh, out there? we like. Barely crossed over. I think yeah. I was getting hired here as he was getting on there. Awesome. So you worked yeah. for Dodge, and then you've been a crash fire rescue nerd at the 185th. How long have you been down there? Uh, about 10 years. 10 years. Staying in? Uh, about halfway, so, you know, halfway to retirement, so now you're pretty much committed. Yeah, yeah it's go. it's a dang, yeah. it's the darnest system down there. But yeah. uh, when, when did you go in the Air Force? Uh, it was in 2013. Okay, so. right yeah. out of high school? Uh, no, I went to college for a couple years first, and then and then sure. joined. I kind of I wasn't getting anywhere testing on yeah. trying to get a career yep. uh, on a career department, and kind of use that as a way to better myself. Yeah, are you forty or thirty? I don't know. <laughs> Man, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay, Coming from I, 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 sixteen-year-old. Hey, that's <laughs> awesome. So love the fire service, and you love mustaches, which those two go hand in hand. Uh, what year did you take over the competition? Uh, I think this is my fourth year running it. Kind of okay. got voluntold by uh, McClure, who we talked about <laughs> earlier, that I was going to take it over. So, and you've taken it and ran, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, every year this thing yeah. exponentially grows. Yeah, I, I just try to come up with some ways to make it funner for everybody. So. Sure. Yeah. So was two years ago was the first belt. <laughs> yeah. And Devin <laughs> Shipper won. With his Hulkamania, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Uh, that was in a slideshow. No, no. no, which one was, was that? Actually, Joni no. loves Chachi. Dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball. Dodgeball. Baby. dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Way Goodman won. Yeah. yeah. Way Goodman. And then who won the next year? Uh, then I won. Then you won. Yeah. And and I, then let's back up a little bit. Won. I didn't and even. I didn't even compete the first year to make everything fair. Nobody could yeah. say that <laughs> I had a rig. Yeah. What What do you say to the people that had a belt? And then you kind of realize that you're like, hey, um, we got people that always always have a mustache. We got people that grow them year out. So you have, what, what, what would you call it? Uh, so I came up with the two different groups. Uh, 
the one for the people that just grow it during that time is the Pretenders Division. Okay. And then the people that have them all the time or get a little head start is mm-hmm. the Legends Division. Okay. So now we were in two separate divisions. We do. So you kind of win two ways. Yes. And if you win, are you automatically put in I, the Legends? I never threw that out as a rule. Uh, I was just trying to go off of whether or not they started early or if they had it before. So, I mean... Each year could be different for somebody. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got a few rapid fire questions for you, Derek. You got the belts. Did you watch WWE as a kid? Uh, I did watch it a little bit. Yes. Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Stone All right. Steve Austin. Respectable. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so with that, you know, Stone Cold, I, I get it. But uh, so of course, inspiration for the belts. Then. Uh yeah, I was trying to find something that we could pass on every year. I. Uh, purchased the belts myself for the competition and I wanted to have something for the winners and this is something that's just easy to pass on and I kind of just Google search stuff and that ended up popping up and it's a good brand yeah, yeah. yeah. and they are cool looking I mean yeah. they're really really cool yeah you guys you won you said you won last year then Joel won last year as well right yes Joel Joel's, yeah Joel's the pretenders division champion the leading champion yeah, yeah. And that's all they get they get or the belt you could, right? I guess you could call them the intercontinental champion. yeah I like the it. Pretenders champion. And you get to hold the belt for a year. Yeah, you can hold so it. That's great. You can flash it any time. Just to be like, remember. Yeah. Know? Put it on Not a shelf at home, it. whatever you want to do. Above yeah. the mantle. The old lady loves that. Put it as a nice piece above the mantle. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you got to do to get in the competition? Uh, so, the Pretenders division was uh, $20, and the Legends division, 25 Okay. Cool. And then. Uh, Where's the money go? It, that goes to uh, su- support Siouxland soldiers. They use it in their um, holiday care packages that they send to the troops and the family, the troops of people from Sioux City uh, that are deployed. And yeah. the families get to just show up basically, and they have uh, all kinds of stuff they can put into it. It's all free for them, and then they pay for the shipping for it to be shipped off. So awesome. A really awesome. cool deal. And you've so, had it happen to you, right, when you're on deployment? Yeah. Can I, you talk about, like, I received, How was that? Yeah, I, I received uh, one of the packages, and it was full of, like, candy and a lot of stuff that you can't get while you're over there. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of around the holidays. Uh, it was towards the beginning when I got there, but uh, they, have, they have different events for, uh, throughout the year, and it was uh, pretty exciting, a big morale booster to cool. just get something from back home. Especially when you get something, like I said, you get something, you're like, man, I can't touch this Yeah, where you're at. Because you have two tours, right? Yes. Where were right. they, too? Uh, my first one was in Niger, Africa. And then my second one was by uh, Doha, Qatar. Okay, so two yeah. different one. I mean, if I remember right, deployment one was like yeah, those mi- are different parts. Of yeah, the yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> but deployment one was like middle of nowhere tents. Correct. Building a runway. Yeah, that so, was so that was like a almost like a forward operating base. There was very little there. We basically relied on mail that would come like every once in a while. Uh, that was how we how we got everything, um, or we had to bring it there. Um, my second one, when I was in Qatar, a base that's been there for a long time. It's well built up. Um, you could almost get anything you wanted uh, while you were there. So definitely a change in pace, but also yeah. with the base being built up more, there's a lot more responsibilities that we had to fulfill too. So Perfect. Devin's got one last question. I just got to know, do you have an all-time mustache role model? Like I know, I know it's <laughs> hard, but one that just... Tom Selleck? Yeah. I'm selling a push I can see that. Yeah. You got a push bro. Yeah, you do. It's a nice shape, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta it say. Is, it is. Yeah. If I was gonna rate yeah. mustaches, I mean, that's a good shape. Is that a is that a preview into what 
no i i'm not going to give out any hints on <laughs> what, what what my picture is going to be this year but uh did start planning about a year ago for it so. absolutely yeah. you got it, it takes a lot of commitment to back-to-back good idea because it's Tom yeah, Selleck a lot of, lot of lot of pressure because have, have we had a back-to-back champion oh. uh, uh, not while I've reigned so. no. any multiple champions Devin you won once you put yeah. it that's it so because yeah. you're I thought your Hulk, Hulk Hogan didn't win, Hulk no, didn't win. Surprisingly, surprisingly he won he won that yeah, yeah stole it right from under me you know just, just by a few hundred votes or whatever it was so to win to aiming to be two-time yeah first two-time champion because Tom Selleck, you could do like a Hawaiian shirt, you know, with just the hairy chest. You could do blue bloods. A lot of work yeah, there with Tom. So that, that's one to bank. If I could grow a mustache, a lot to work be. with. Yeah, I promise I can't grow a mustache. Uh, yeah, so everybody <laughs> should uh, join that group so they can. Yeah, tell us, tell us about that. Oh, yeah. How do we yeah, do that? To, Tell us about the contest. Um, yeah. Just uh, did you have that pulled up earlier? I couldn't see the TV, so. Uh, but uh, it's like SCFR mustache challenge, but uh, the mustache challenge is spelled differently, so you gotta really search for it. Once you become a member of the group, then you could vote on the poll that we put out, and then uh, each each like equals a point. Basically, whoever has the most at the end of it is then the winner. Mm-hmm. And we'll try to post a link to that in our the YouTube description for this video yes. uh, on the Spotify, all that, and also we'll put that link out if you follow us on Twitter, uh, the Sioux City Fire on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll post the links to those. Uh, as well so people can get to so it it's a private group you gotta join the group be accepted and then and then you're in for you're in for life it's yep. part of your life it takes now. a little bit to be accepted so give it a little time for everything to kick through and then uh, everybody be able to vote when's the voting start uh so everything's got to be in by the 18th it'll open up that night and it'll run until the 21st which is on a monday at oh, zero eight through the weekend so, so monday morning zero eight you cut it off right there so and that's, that's the cutoff I'll, we'll get on there and see all the votes uh, if the votes come in after that they don't count Guys, uh, thanks for tuning in to episode two. This is our last episode. We are officially going to be, <laughs> I'm sure, cancel or cut off something. No. What a way to um, go. Yeah. I mean, thanks. No, it's yeah. great, guys. Um, mustaches. What else we got? Here? I mean, that's, well, yeah, that's part yeah. of the fire service yes. history in general. Yeah. We didn't really talk well, about it. Well, like, well and not so much the mustaches, beers, everything. You know, back in the day when, uh, you know, back in the day, pre-SCBA, we're talking bucket brigades. Mm-hmm. But that's all, you know, they all grew beards. Because that's how they protected their faces, dunk their beards in a bucket mm-hmm. of water, wrap it around their face so they wouldn't, you know, if they're breathing smoke and stuff, so they could actually yeah. fight the fire. So, I mean, the yeah. facial hair in the fire service has been a thing that's been around. It's got a little, little history and tradition some, to it. You know, you look at the old timers with some of these guys with some pretty salty stashes oh, and stuff, and, you know, it's a Yeah, it's, a it's pretty wild. Yeah. We awesome. got some good pictures down at threes of guys that you're like, was that guy... That guy had to have been in the Civil War. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like right, yeah. Some of the yeah, when you look at the Civil War, like the really yeah. old, which which some of you actually, if you look at the data, some of the department pictures, yeah. I mean, some of those guys literally would have came back from war and then like, I'm gonna be a fireman. Yeah, yeah. yeah been on at at one point, if I'm correct here, yeah, in our history, like early fire department, it was almost like a halfway prison. Like, well, like, like, they, like, li- they literally lived. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no, they literally lived at yeah. the station. You got ex- yeah. so many hours off, uh, like per week, or like you got to go home for dinner. And you came yeah. back. We have it was like a work release. So program, if you though. come down to state to fours in the atrium, I mean, yeah. we have one of the logbooks, like the daily yeah. logbooks, like we still keep now. Mm-hmm. And it even talks in there about exercising and feeding the horses. And like so and so went home for their you know dinner break and came back and stuff. And I mean, this book is like a hundred years old. And there's I mean, a couple pictures. Yeah. Really, really some cool. Boys yeah. like Derek and Devin here. Yeah. With the stashes, just. I'm excited. Like I said, while you while you were talking, uh, for those that are just listening, I would encourage you to go and watch the YouTube stream of this because. We did have all the mustaches in years past on so a little three-minute video. 
it was playing as we were talking. Uh, worth worth checking out. A lot yeah, of good photos sure. in there. And then new photos will be out this weekend. So keep an eye on that for, for those. Vote. And that'll be our 2022 November mustache competition. Yeah. Derek, I would like to invite you to stay on. We got one last segment before we're done. This is the top 10 list. Tell me you work at a firehouse without telling me you work at a firehouse. Uh, we want to get your we want to get your take on some of these. So feel new free, segment, free to new hang segment on. for be, uh, before the tones drop. We're going to start. You know, every not you know maybe not all the time, but we're going to yeah. you know we're going to drop a top 10 list every again. Yeah, today. Tell me you work at a firehouse without telling me you work at a firehouse. You. I mean, you could already think of the things, right? Because nationwide, some of these things, it doesn't matter what firehouse you work in, not just Sioux City, like anywhere, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's totally a thing. It was San Diego, okay. California. Yeah. Number 10, top 10 things. Tell me you work in a firehouse without working in a firehouse. Jeopardy slash or Wheel of Fortune is on during dinner. Yeah. All the time. That's yeah. Thing, Should be. Right? Six, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Six, 6 o'clock is the dinner bell. You know, they play the tones. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's those are usually the two programs. Sometimes the news trumps Jeopardy. Yeah. But well, because Jeopardy's on at a different time now than you Je- used Jeopardy's to at now. six, and then yep. six thirty's Wheel of Fortune. Yep. Uh, Wheel Jeopardy of Fortune is almost always yep. watched, though. Yeah. Jeopardy and the Wheel. Everyone asks. And then maybe a follow up of Entertainment Tonight because we're so full, we can't yeah. change. Yeah, no one wants to. No one wants to change the channel. channel. It, it takes about fifteen like, minutes uh, for you. Like, what yeah. are we watching? Wonder what the Kardashians are doing today. Yeah, yeah. we I are. I don't care. Our modern, you know, pop culture knowledge is probably pretty high for people not want to change the channel. Every time you watch Wheel of Fortune, at least once a week, someone asks how old Vanna White is. That's you gotta Google it. You gotta look at it. All right. Moving on. Number nine. <laughs> Tell me the things you work at a firehouse. Box of random chargers, remotes, etc. No one knows what they are, what they're for, because they've been around for so long, or where they go. But you keep them around. Yeah. Just, just in, in case. case. We yeah. the, so it may, you might have to use it sometime. The original iPads from the rigs are long gone, but that, that charge is still in there. Yeah. Just, just in case we bring them back. You just in case. Know. Just in case. Random just stuff. Hazmat, dude, like that is a the dumping ground for random old stuff it's probably it's probably yeah. hazmats well if yeah, you ever and point. if you ever go to a di- different station yeah. trade overtime floating yeah. and you forget a phone charger oh, you yeah. go through that and yeah. you're like oh, yeah. you're you're building your own charger for yeah. whatever device you have all right number eight tell me you work at a firehouse random leftovers covered in foil don't get does a lid just good? cover it in foil yeah does this look good yeah i don't know no just name. cover it in foil yeah, yeah. Plates, this is, plates in the fridge which is this foil. is <laughs> things like it's not saran wrap it's not ziplocs it's yeah you didn't want to put it in Maybe because you didn't want to wash, you didn't want to wash the dish. Yeah, that, which huh. yeah. Uh, number seven. Tell me, work at firehouse. Same coffee twelve hours later. Got made in the morning. Twelve hours later, guaranteed to be to be drank by that guy. Yeah. Hey, who's gonna drink? No, yeah, don't, don't dump that. Yeah. Don't, don't turn that it. off. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That guy. Somebody drink that. Don't usually. Sometimes I'm that guy. Don't touch usually it. That guy. Number <laughs> six. Uh, no assigned seats at the kitchen table, but uh, that's where I sit. You can't <laughs> sit. Yeah, can't sit there. Yeah. I love when we get when you get. I might have disobeyed that unwritten rule yesterday yeah, when you get students but, uh, yeah and then oh, they, like yes some student from like EM, from like weather emt right along and like oh hey you could sit there and they're like really and then they sit there and it's the chief spot or yeah. something yeah. And, um yeah. by the way poor, poor guy's about, probably trying to get hired we were talking about kenny earlier yeah drew walters yeah yeah he pulled me pulled that one on me with the assistant chief down at once when i worked on <laughs> oh, team really? so oh, yeah. i just like to say yep. you got it coming back to you brother. you got it coming tenfold yeah. I, love, yeah. I love drew uh, number five, second shift. It's always second shift. It's always second shift. Yeah. We have second shifters. Derek, you're second shift. Yeah, I'm on second shift. Way to go, dude. Guys. It's always second shift. Yeah. And if you're on second shift, it's always first or third. First, yeah. get that other <laughs> uh, number four, the fireman fix. Uh, or we fix it uh, instead of replacing it. I, I refer to the baker lid. If, if you know, just a simple example of fours. You know, 
uh, one of the pots or pans, one of the lids, the, hand, the top came off of it, so let's not get a new lid. Let's just take a wood wedge and screw it onto the top of it and yep. make a new handle on it. Makes sense. Good to go. But, you know, yeah. when we tape things together, duct tape, glue, whatever, we fix something, zip ties, let's not get a new one to replace it. Nope. We could we could fix this. We could still I'm fix not, it. I still can fix right? it. The fireman yeah. fix for everything. Uh, number three, random Tupperware, uh, mostly donated. Yep. Uh, in the Tupperware cabinet. Also, uh, more lids, either more lids and bases or more bases. Yeah, no, no firehouse totally ever random. bought Tupperware. No. It all just shows up. It's we call awesome. it, I've heard it called the Wheel of Destiny. It's the, it's oh, the, yeah. it's the Lazy Wicked. Susan. And it's all right. <laughs> you open it up, and yep. it's Narnia in there. Yeah. You never know what Narnia. you're in. Sometimes I think people booby trap the cabinet, too. Yeah. yeah. Just all you open it, you have 40, yeah, 40 Tupperware things flying You can't out. find the lid. Yep. Yep. Or the pizza. Uh, number two, so probably one of the one of the most prevalent. Uh, but tell me, we're at a firehouse. Everyone is backed into their parking spot. Got to back you in. You got to tear out of there in the morning. Yep. You're ready to get out. If of there. you don't uh, like, you could tell the new people because they pull or into guests. the parking lot or guests because yeah. they're pulled in Definitely. pulled in straight. Let yeah, me know. Is that, is that a tradition? Because we back in the rigs. I, I don't. Is that or is that just easy out? Man. Yeah, it's just yeah. a thing. Got it back in. Yeah. And yeah. then the number one, number one thing, tell me you work at a firehouse without tell me you work at a firehouse. You will find the smallest piece of pie, fireman's cake, cut. cookie, brownie, or anything else. Yeah, the fireman's cut. The smallest yeah. will get, and I don't care how small it is, it will still get cut in half just so you don't have to wash, you don't have to wash the pan or the knife. You're doing anything. a even if it's a, Even thing. if it's a throwaway thing that it's on. Yeah. You will find the smallest. You don't want to take the last piece. Don't even if it's guy. the smallest, no. it'll still get cut in half. Yeah. Until somebody like bites a bullet like and, that, and I gotta give a shout out to Dusty Johnson. He does I we call it the Dusty Cut, yeah. and it's where you get like a fresh thing of brownies or cake, mm -hmm. and he cuts a piece out of the middle, <laughs> out of an awkward angle. Yeah. It looks to just mess this cake up. And that's the first cake piece he'll take. And for some reason, all of us failed geometry, but we can cut a cake into eleven pieces somehow, Absolutely. or like it's an magical. odd number, an even even yeah. amount. And and then you got to <laughs> scoop up the biggest piece and give it to the person that's not that hungry. Get yeah. the big one. Right? So. Yeah, just got to give it to them. Well, guys, we've gone long enough. No one wants to hear us talk anymore. Um, episode two, I thought it was a lot of fun. Got some good stuff in here. We hope you guys like it. Don't forget to subscribe and all that good stuff. Other than that, Ryan, you want to drop the tones? Here, brother. Yeah, I so hate your guts. Whole did did Bennett, Bennett has Bennett ever told you like the time we blew his mind? Baker and I blew his mind with the with the greatest. Yeah, I greatest I was, match in the history of the WWF. Okay. So mm -hmm. WWE, I'm, I'm the greatest match. I'm yeah. So what would you say if you were going to pick one? What would you say is the best one? Best one ever. I like Hell in the Cell. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, Hell in the Cell. Yeah, yeah. Mankind. No, so, so with Undertaker, that, with yep. not yeah. able to watch WWE as a kid, no. it just wasn't a thing. It wasn't in our yeah. house. So yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, these guys blew my mind. One, yeah, just yeah. Blew, Station just Four. We, were, we watched Hell in the Cell. Uh, oh, hold on. God is my witness. That Bailey, that's a good guy. Yeah, yeah a cup of coffee. It's good coffee.